Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Mistletoe Secret. I am a Christmas store titled The Christmas Store, Trey Plutnicki. And I am Rudy Baker filling in for Daniel Kunkel. And he's left me a note here. Let me just double check this. He is... An elf who is very busy playing Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, I'm so sorry that I'm I'm missing Daniel uh, today because I wish I was playing Tears of the Kingdom right now. <laughs> yes, he it, has informed me that it is quite enjoyable. It, I, you know, okay. Uh, Rudy, Daniel, Rudy, get the hell out of there. Get this. Oh, I've got to go, apparently. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, guys. Hey, that's me. Yeah, What's right, up? Yeah, welcome back. Sorry, you were just saving. You were saving your game. I had to, I had to save, man. Yeah. I had to get back from all the crying that I have to do in that uh-huh. game. <laughs> First of all, we are recording this on the day that uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom comes out. And, you <laughs> this know, is going to be such old news by the time Yeah, I know. It truly, it, it, I mean, this is, like, this is like two weeks ago at this point. But, um, <laughs> oh my god. It's it's hard not to talk about because I'm so distracted. We're Daniel, on like a time a time restraint for recording this as well. And yeah. all we want to do is talk about Zelda. <laughs> I know. We can't. But god, it's all we want to uh, do. So, so um... Yeah. What? So, what's your favorite thing so far about Tears of the Kingdom? Oh, just so we could, just so we could get it off our. God, chest. my favorite thing so far. Because uh, I played the, for about like two and a half hours. So the far. the fuse you get a you get a fuse mechanic where you can just like bloop and like attach shit to your weapons and shields. Literally, such a simple mechanic. And it's genius, and it's one of the most fun things I've ever yeah. interacted with in a video game before. And, and like, it's it's in classic Nintendo. It's so easy Simple. and straightforward and yeah. yet i'm like all i want to do is run around and pick up random shit and attach it and it's like you always have like in breath of the wild you always have ancient gear or, yes. or like it's it's kind of hard to get ancient gear and ancient mm-hmm. gear is like you just kind of want it mm-hmm. all the time and this you could just craft it with a wooden branch and a <laughs> item that uh <laughs> the enemies drop all the time yeah it's perfect ah it's so good it's um, so like it's just feels it's the same thing it's the same game same systems and everything yeah. it's just feels so much sharper and like the like a weapon breaks and it doesn't piss me off anymore i'm just like right. all right so gotta many. grab a new thing it's like, all right let me just i have here's a wooden branch on the ground right now what's nearby oh a rock I gotta, okay I gotta, let's I gotta, just I make a board hammer. oh now i'm gonna yeah. fan my enemies away <laughs> um I would say my favorite thing so far, because I really like that. My favorite thing so far is uh, when you meet Zelda for the first time mm-hmm. uh, in the introductory thing, she has two really sick tears tattooed on her face, which she <laughs> means she's killed and she'll kill again. Um, so, here, so my favorite is that her voice actress, who I, who I do think does a good job, but she's still everything is like this. And I just imagine her driving through like a like a pickup line or something, and she's like, "Hi, can I get two fries, medium?" Yeah, L- Link. <laughs> Link. Link. Don't do, forget to get do you the want cinnamon a, roll. Yeah. Link, do you want spicy nugs or regular nugs? Yeah, she's got um, so much longing in her voice <laughs> with everything she does. Daniel, sharing Christmas. Sharing Christmas. Sharing Speaking Christmas. of sharing. Uh, Daniel, uh, watch out because uh, AI <laughs> has started writing Hallmark movies. <laughs> <laughs> it started um, so much earlier than all of us thought. I know. It, I'm, I'm like, I was baffled at this yeah. movie uh, just in its literally initial presentation because 
the the movie does uh, the movie at at its core sounds just like another Hallmark movie, and yes. which like could be written by AI, right? At this point, uh, it could be. It sure. Could be. Yeah, I mean, I think that's yeah, it could be. It's not until you're in the throes of the plot in mm. which you realize, oh my god, did a computer write this? Yes. First example, <laughs> the the Christmas First of shop. Many. <laughs> The Christmas Shop. The name of the damn store, yes. It's I mean, called The Christmas Shop. I like the... I, I would say literally 12 to 20 minutes of this movie is cutaways to inconsequential kind of cute moments between our two leads. It's just a cutaway and they're like, now we're making an ornament. Now we're making some cookies. Now we're renovating the shop. And it's like, great. You This happens... Uh, repeatedly for the first 45 50 minutes of them of, of an hour and 20 minute movie, and also like isn't gonna save the store no you know? so here's the plot oh my god i have like mucus in my holy cow <laughs> i like it's like in my throat and i can't drain it this is awful oh my god <laughs> uh, cecilia says you should cut that part out Maybe <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Um, so, okay, plot. Mm-hmm. Christmas shop mm. owned by Stephanie. Yes, passed down. Uh, it was given to her by her parents. Yes, uh, it's her literal first day owning the Christmas shop, and she gets a thirty-day eviction. <laughs> <laughs> which is the funniest thing that could possibly super, happen the first day funny. you inherit a shop from your parents yeah the funniest thing uh 30 day eviction notice because her store is being bought by um michael not michael himself but michael's real estate company um and not yes. just her shop but the entire complex yes trolley square yes we're back in um, new york baby so uh, basically, Michael comes into the shop before he knows that they're buying Trolley Square. He's like, wow, cool place you got going on here. And she's like, thanks. We're we're leaving, <laughs> actually. <laughs> and then Michael finds out that he is he's the one that's actually buying the Trolley Square. And Michael gets super defensive and is like, hey, it's uh, we just got to do what we got to do. I'm just following orders. Yeah. Sound familiar? So I Jesus. <laughs> so, so uh and this takes place in New York, right? Uh this yes, this is in New York. Okay, because oh, yeah. they mentioned like Jersey City and stuff. So yes. um so basically Michael like sort of helps Stephanie fix up the store. There's some goofy side characters like the people that are like helping like uh, that work at the store which are just a, a couple of goofy goofy guys and gals just a kind of like a, like a guy who it's like yeah maybe he's kind of gay maybe we're not gonna say either way but he's <laughs> they, certainly they a all, feminine homework uh, always, always pulls that they always yes it's annoying it's as terrible. hell it's really annoying so uh, they rework the store. Her parents find out that their store is getting bought out and they're like, it's not your fault. And she's like, I know. And it doesn't mean anything. And then uh, the villain, the, the business uh, girly, <laughs> yeah. um, who's like the head. Uh, how, how does this resolve? Is Which it one? Just the, the movie. 
The movie, the movie resolves with kind of some bullshit, frankly, where, and I, it started to happen and I was like, oh God, this is exactly what happened in last week's movie. Yeah. And this is like, he goes in and Michael goes in and he's like looking all around and he's like, I found this secret document that says, actually, if you're going to sell the store, the people from the Christmas shop, the, the, um, Stephanie's parents, they have the right to make a first offer at market value, which as they start to say that, I'm like, there is no way on God's green earth that this fucking shop can afford to buy out, not their shop, the building, the building. And the whole time Michael's been talking about his dad and he's like, my dad was this investor and we never, we never really got along no, 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 I had to make it on my own. And then at the end, he's like, dad, will you help me? And his dad's like, yes, finally something we can do together. Deus dad machina. Yes. Deus dad machina. Because he doesn't come in until like the end of the film. Nope. <laughs> he just shows up. Nope. He just shows up. Oh yeah. Um, so, and that's the movie. Yep. We've done it. It's um, so, and there's like a whole subplot about a, an ornament. It's not important. No. And then I there's just, also, there's yeah. also like a mention of a parade. Briefly. Yeah. There's a brief mention of one. Yeah. yeah. Um, <sighs> what's just really, what's really not frustrating. Um, distracting to me i want to say mm-hmm. is uh the guy who plays the love interest in this movie was the dude who got his entire body obliterated by a truck in the final de- not the first final destination in the final destination the fourth one oh um, gotcha. yeah he is um he I, I think he's actually like supposed to be like the last one to die because i think four Yes, because five is a prequel to all of them. Yeah, four. Yeah, he's like the, he's like the last guy to die. He gets like obliterated by a truck that goes through a, a cafe. So he was death was tying up loose ends. It, that is him. the plot of the Final Destination movies. Yeah, those are insane movies. I want those to be canonical in the Hallmark Cinematic Universe. I'm trying to remember how old. How OK, wait, hold on. How old is he in Final Destination? Those uh, movies are so funny, though. Those movies are incredible, man. Yeah, they're ridiculous. He is a no. He's a college student in in the movie. Nick was the tenth and last survivor of the crash to die, and chronologically the last survivor to die in the entire series. Yes, he's pretty. Um, he's charming. He's charming in this. He's charming enough. Yeah, I would say that she, the the uh female lead, uh Stephanie Ellen Holman. Yeah. I would say that she contributed the most to my allegations that this is an AI movie. <laughs> she is written so insanely badly, which is funny because she's in um she's in the 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 Matrix new one. Matrix Resurrection? Resurrection, what? yeah. I thought she was. That's that's and also, Daniel, can we talk about this? Yeah, God, yeah. Um, so usually the titles of these movies, they make a little bit of sense, but this one kind of uh, eludes me. Uh, the movie's called Sharing Christmas. I don't get the title, yeah. Yeah, do, do you have any uh, insight on why it might be called Sharing Christmas? I, can, I guess you could kind of argue it's because Michael, the dude, doesn't really love Christmas, but he's not like anti-Christmas. Certainly not to the extent that we have 
grown no, accustomed well, to. I don't think he's anti-Christmas at all. And in fact, I think he likes Christmas. I don't. Yeah, think he, he just I doesn't mean, like celebrate it a whole. There's lot. no real conflict except between like, like I mean, buying yeah. the store, but like, there's no conflict between him and her. You know? Yes. Like it's not like he's like, well, I got to do what I got to do. No, he's like helping her and like. Yes. Yeah, anyway. Everybody thinks they're so fucking clever in the review section on IMDb. Oh, what should we what do we got? We haven't read a review in so long. Yeah. Uh, here are a few titles. Everyone <laughs> everyone is like dunking on the title of this movie. Doesn't have enough to make it worth sharing. <laughs> uh Ooh, crazy man. Got him. Got him suggest not sharing this christmas movie oh jesus sharing capitalized wow crazy capitalization in this title <laughs> suggest big s not big n sharing big s this <laughs> little t christmas big c movie big m wild just just go for it you know what i'm saying yeah. just go just go for full caps yeah um Let's see. Yeah, that's that's uh that's pretty much it. Um Did Hallmark you ever see Final not... Destination 5? No, I never saw it. Oh, that one's crazy. That's a good one cuz at the end of that like the do you know how the first have you seen the first Final Destination? Yes. Yeah, like the first one like opens with like the plane crashing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the spoiler alert for Final Destination 5, a movie that came out um more than a decade ago. At the end of Final Destination 5, right? There are these two people and they kill their friend cuz their friend is like, "Oh shit, like if you guys die, then I get to live." Because the whole thing is like you you stole a death from death, right? Mm -hmm. And at the very end, they like kill him after he's trying to kill them. And then they're like, okay, great. We're going to go to Paris. And they go and they're at the airport and they get on their plane. And then you see the dude from Final Destination 1 start freaking out. And he and all the people from Final Destination 1 get kicked off the plane. And you're like, oh, fuck, it's a prequel to the first Final Destination. <laughs> so that when the Final Destination plane crashes, death was taking back the life of the two people from Final Destination 5. Rad. Rad. Insane. Rad. And Rad. really Rad. good. I'm kind of surprised they haven't made a new one of that. Especially because, like, the Halloweens didn't do, the new ones didn't do that badly. They are, they are making a new Saw. Mm-hmm. Saw well, X. they made a new saw, and it was not good. Apparently, I didn't uh, watch the new one. So, okay, so here's here. Okay, so this is now for for indulge me for a brief moment. This welcome is now to destination. Welcome to saw destination <laughs> cast. This is this is the mistletoe sawcrit. <laughs> uh, so saw so I, I won't be going into any of the gory details of no, saw no, because no, no, I no. understand that is. But here here we go. Are yeah. You ready? Yeah. Saw one breakout movie. Yes. It inspired now nine more movies it's got to say be nothing of the entire got to be worth something like. uh saw two fine saw three great ending to a trilogy yes. saw four what's going on saw five oh my god saw six okay so saw six here's here's where things get dicey Pe people were like saw four saw five most most people do not have the the huevos to put four and five on your franchise title. They usually go with Matrix Resurrection or whatever. Yeah, there's <laughs> they, some they, clever. They, they title. add a little spin to it. Yeah, so, but no, 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 not it's Saw, Revelation Saw or Resurrection or like a bunch, you know, something else. Saw is bold. Saw is brash. Uh, Saw says four or five. They were mid. Saw 6 gets directed by the editor of the previous Saw franchise, uh, like of the previous movies, 
it's kind of fun again. Yeah. Saw 7 back on its bullshit, which is called Saw 3D, but it's actually Saw 7. Yes. Saw 8 is called Jigsaw, which is a... <laughs> that one's the prequel one, right? By the way, t- so Tobin Bell... The guy, yeah. the guy who plays Jigsaw, the dies in the third movie. Yes, right. Yeah, he comes back for every subsequent movie yes. in flashbacks. And part of like the Saw franchise is the flashbacks. Everybody well, the, loves the flashbacks. And the really iconic bit from it is when he shows up at a like a book signing from one of the dudes who escaped from a saw oh, trap, so, and he's oh, like he's supposed to be younger, so he's like wearing a backwards baseball cap and so like good. a really bad hoodie. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Oh, it's so good. And he's still Tobin Bell. There's no de aging going. It's so mm. funny. No, he's it's like, it's 100 him. I love it. How you doing? Also, I. Uh, that that uh, motif very cool. Where it's like, yeah, so of course somebody's going to be lying about being put in a saw trap, you know. And then very cool yeah. that then Jigsaw put him in that saw trap. Yes, and the one he described. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> so uh, Saw Eight Jigsaw is a is a, a prequel to the first Saw movie. Is that the one with the late? That's the one with the lasers, right? That's the one with the lasers. The laser and it's helmet, also yeah. it's yeah, it's the one with the where they're where they're in the buckets in uh, Yeah, and they get pulled toward have, the chains. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or the, the saws. The saws. Hence saw. Whoa. And so okay, so then there's that. And then there's Spiral from the Book of Saw. Yes. That's News the Chris Flash, Rock Sam Jackson one. Newsflash, buddy. The Saw was never a book. I was kind of confused by the title as well. Because I was like, I hadn't seen a couple of them, but I was like, I don't remember. Yeah, it's it's like and we're like Jigsaw is now a cop killer. Okay, interesting. Okay, <laughs> okay, it's just cool. He's killed cops before. Yeah, I mean, he killed, he killed like FBI people before. He kills least. everybody. Yeah, he, he kills. Li- yeah, he literally kills. It's never been a problem for <laughs> no. him before. No, it's like oh no, oh now I hate Jigsaw because he killed. It. Like okay, let's relax, buddy. <laughs> uh, so uh, now we're on Saw Ten. Which That's, hasn't come I, out yet. It hasn't come out yet, yeah. and apparently takes place between Saw One and Saw Two. Oh, so, like, right? So it takes place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're they're like. What's so funny is they're so beholden to the original trilogy of Saw they that they have keep to placing movies before, between, mm-hmm. or or like. Or like a little bit after so people can yes. have like a connection to Tobin Bell. And what's even better is they've so thoroughly explained the origin of Jigsaw that they can't do one that's like, OK, fuck that. This one's like in the 1960s or something like they can't right. do that because yeah. they've so, so <laughs> resoundingly yeah. explained because they can't be like, oh, turns out turns out Tobin Bell was inspired by this guy. And it's like, yeah. no, because we know he wasn't. They've yeah, already told me just, that he, he is the origin. Those movies are so funny to me because they take themselves so seriously. Yes, I love that they do that. It's great. Um, it's good. Yeah, it's, Everyone it's should perfect. do that. Keep going. Keep going. Do Keep it. taking yourself so seriously. Speaking of taking ourselves seriously. Um, connections. It can't connect to Final Destination, I don't think. No. Can it connect to Saw? Can I connect to Saw? Our random knowledge of various franchises you'd think would make the HCU more connected to other franchises. It's kind of surprising. And I think shows a lot of restraint on our part that we haven't really done that. Um, yeah, I no, I think we're Daniel. I'm so glad you, you said this. I think we are amazing at this. 
is so good at this. Is impeccable. Um, oh, sorry. I had one more comment. The main character, the main woman in this, I wrote down a note. She's like a deep faked Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. She's yeah, like a deep fake where it keeps kind of filtering in and out. And every once in a while, you're like, is that Reese Witherspoon? Very good, Daniel. Yeah. That's very good. And, and I say canon. <laughs> I find what's really interesting about the dad character is he's he's a rich man, right? He's a wealthy, wealthy investor. Where does he come? Where do they move to when he's a kid, when the main character is a kid? They Ohio. move to they move to Ohio. They move to rich, Richland, Ohio. They literally go to Richland. And they, <laughs> <laughs> that's where they move. Daniel, it's that's made by something. AI. That's it's, something. This movie is written by AI. I'm telling you. I know it. It means something. Um, I don't know what though. He talks about how he's from Ohio so much. He never lets you forget it. But not in the way that anybody who's actually from or has lived in Ohio for a considerable period of time talks about it. He right. talks about it like it's fun, which has not been the experience the, of anyone I know. Yeah, I, I don't know. Ohio, a swing state. What's going on in Richland, Ohio? Let's put let's put a pin in it. Okay. Okay. So let's 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 say Richland, Ohio. Mm-hmm. If if we we mention Ohio, I imagine Richland is like a utopia for the one percent. I think it's a government okay. facility to develop business boys. Oh, so okay. So Daniel, now you're opening a can of worms. Yes. Are you saying test two babies? Uh, or are you saying business boys are? Oh robots? my god, are business boys genetic clones of the original? Who's the original business boy? Vanderbilt. <laughs> Who's the original business boy? Rockefeller. John D. Rockefeller. Yeah. Henry Ford. <laughs> we need. Uh, I need one movie to take place in the past so we can say that there was a secret cabal of very wealthy business owners who developed a program so that they could constantly be like renewing their genetics and they will mm. live effectively forever. That sounds like the plot to Bioshock Infinite. It is the plot to Bioshock Infinite, essentially. <laughs> uh, uh, I think there's that. I think. I mean, the Christmas shop itself is interesting, isn't it? It it is it, I, it's interesting in that uh, it looks like a money laundering scheme. It looks like yeah yeah, especially because of how on the nose it is. Like it, this movie, this entire movie is so on the nose that it feels like there's something more. That the, it feels like there's something missing. What if what if you know how like you know how like sometimes in movies like a character wakes up. And something's playing on the TV to sort of gaslight them to make them think that they're in the right time. Like sort of like a Truman Show-esque type Truman thing. Truman Show, yes, or the ending like of, the, in, of the Captain America, the yeah, first one. That sort of thing. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I was thinking. What it, This movie feels like it would play on a television screen to convince somebody that everything is okay. And it turns out that they are in like suburban hell. But like under government surveillance, they're like in WandaVision town. You know what I mean? Now that is interesting to me because what's the other thing that's weird about this movie? Very end of this movie. Something bizarre happens. Okay. The businesswoman who is, who is um, the, uh, the guy from Final Destination, who is his boss, 
instead of like freaking out about being bought out of a multi-billion dollar, they say multi-billion dollar deal. And like, she's got contractors lined up. This is supposed to start within like 20 days. She Mm -hmm. gets bought out of this deal with 20 days before renovate, before renovation starts even. Right. And instead of like freaking out, she's just like, well, you hold on to her. She's a keeper. Yeah. And he says, I "I won't let, I won't like, I'll hold on to her. I won't let her go. Is he being, is he being planted? Daniel, what do you mean by that? Is he being, is he a plant by, is he like a sleeper cell, like a sleeper cell guy? Interesting. So. Isn't it just. Okay. So what you're saying was this, this is a plot to like almost Truman show Stephanie. Yes. Or it's just to get, it's just like, okay, where are we going to start infiltrating Santa? Let's start at the, at the Christmas shop. Obviously that's where you'd want to start. Right. Because the dad coming back is a little too convenient. The dad having the right amount of money is a little too convenient for, again, what we are told is a multi-billion dollar deal. Can you imagine if you went up to your father and been like, hey, dad, I need multi-billion dollars. And dad was like, yeah, uh, what's it for again? But I mean, sure. But like, what's it for? Uh, It's a Christmas shop. Oh, Oh yeah, then even even more so. Well, also, and it's just the one, or is it the whole bill? And, and then just the there's a there's a franchise. This is, this is a nationwide franchise you're talking about. No, they also don't have a website. They don't have a website. They don't have a website. Money no. laundering. They are cash only. They have an old timey register <laughs> that is not has no digital interface. God, all whatsoever. the all the evidence is there. Uh okay. Oh, she's being they're Truman buying shows? a Santa lawn, a Santa money laundering operation. Big business. Okay. okay, that is big. That is big. This is big. Oh my god, this is big. Okay. 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 We can. Okay. Let's. Okay. Let's put a pin in this. Look out for Ohio. Look out for Ohio. Look out for other Christmas shops because this is hats off to Christmas that we're playing with right now. Yeah, this is this like is, this is a which is another Hallmark movie where there's a Christmas hat shop, which I'm not making that up. No, you're not. It's also all been a little too convenient that a couple now business boys have found secret documents that save the the Christmas organization last minute. I think this is this whole series, like this whole year is our like Empire Strikes Back, where it's like, oh, oh shit, we're, we're big we're business is approaching. Like, we're approaching Luke. I am your father. Yes. Okay. I am. Uh, I am your Santa. Daniel. Um, yes. Do you, do we ha- do you have anything else? No. Like, this is watching? terrible. Uh, what are we watching next week? Next week we are watching Christmas Next Door with <laughs> Chesapeake Shores Jesse Metcalf. Hey. A famous MGTOW author is forced to look after his niece and nephew over the holidays, and with the help of his Christmas-loving neighbor, he learns to find love and the Christmas spirit. Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, well, they what know. is MTGO men going there? Oh, oh I can't. I get Chris, Christmas next door. Hold on. Um, you know, Christmas, you know, next door to uh, your little fingies is the five star button to rate us five stars on apple podcasts and spotify you can also follow us on apple podcasts and spotify if you so please and leave us a review that really helps us out you can also visit our website www.mistletoesecret.wixsite.com to see the story so far or you can fill out the contact form at the bottom of the page to tell us your version 
of the story so far. You can also send us an email at uh, mistletoesecret at gmail.com to do the same thing. You can also follow us on Twitter at secret on twitter.com or at mistletoesecret podcast on TikTok. Um, Daniel, do you have anything else? I'm confused why someone made MGTOW the like the description on imdb do you know what mgtow stands for no men going their own way is an anti-feminist misogynistic mostly online community advocating for men to separate themselves from women and from a society which they believe has been corrupted by feminism this community is part of the manosphere a collection of anti-feminist websites and online communities that also includes the men's right movement incels and pickup artists daniel are we are we a part of that community no <laughs> because we watch these movies what is going on like other manosphere communities oh i'm sorry i'm supposed to not pronounce it mig mig um wait mig migao migtao migtao like MGTOW? other manosphere communities migtao overlaps with the alt-right and white supremacist movement and has been implied in online harassment of women the southern poverty law center categorizes migtao as part of the male supremacist ideology hey why did you let them write that imdb because I, listen i'm sure he's like an asshole but he's not that kind of asshole wait cri- wait let me see christmas next jesse door. metcalf believes that women shouldn't be <laughs> allowed near men <laughs> christmas next he has written oh god he is an incel oh jesus a bachelor's guide to living single how to be a happy single bachelor and the bachelor's cookbook wait these are like books he's written in the trailer Oh, he wrote the book for this? The character? No, no, no. The character. It's like the character. They pan over his wall of books. Oh, God. Oh, God, Jesse Metcalf. I mean, it's not Jesse. It's Eric Redford, the character. Yeah, but like what? So the character is is in... Is an in incel, the- I think. Oh, I'm... Well, I'm not looking forward to this. No! Daniel, I Daniel, I, I fear this movie is yeah. going to radicalize me further. <laughs> in which direction? In way left. Way <laughs> even further. Way left. Even uh, Daniel, further. The uh, intro and outro music was written by Colin Robertson. What's the intro music called again? The intro music is called Get Yourself Down to the Christmas Shop. We're not a money laundering operation. Hey. And the outro music, of course, is called... Spelled with three B's. My name is Trey Planicki. My name's Daniel Kunkel. And I'm reminding you to stay jingling and stay jolly. Thank you for listening.